The Best of LKN podcast is produced by Epic Journey Media. Known as a digital marketing agency that delivers results for small businesses, Epic Journey Media designs affordable and attractive websites, offers top-notch SEO management services, and helps small businesses and professional services firms build simple and effective sales and marketing funnels. More traffic, more leads, more clients for your business, guaranteed. Go to epicjourneymedia.com and book a free discovery call. That's epicjourneymedia.com. Hey friends, Jeff here with the Best of LKN. Before I roll this episode, I want to take just a second to thank a couple of our sponsors. First, our insurance guy, John Hassel with North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance in Huntersville. John and his team are the best of the best when it comes to insurance needs. Home, auto, health, life, you name it. John Hassel is a consummate professional in every way. I couldn't recommend anyone higher. John's awesome. Get to know him in episode 108 of the Best of LKN podcast. Secondly, I want to give Filter Time a shout out. Filter Time makes remembering your home air filters easy by shipping them right to your door every couple months. Never forget air filters again. Filter Time is locally owned by NASCAR legends Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Blake Cook. Get your filters at FilterTime.com. You can get to know Blake in episode 154 of the Best of LKN podcast. Big thanks to John Hassel with North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance and the guys at FilterTime.com for their support. Now, on with the podcast. Welcome to the Best of LKN, a podcast featuring the best small businesses and the most influential professionals around Lake Norman, North Carolina. Each week, we spotlight those businesses and individuals that are making a positive impact here in the Lake Norman area. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Best of LKN. I'm your host, Jeff Hamm, and this is episode 186 of Lake Norman's number one podcast. In this episode, I sit down with Sydney Miller, the owner of The Nomadic Jeweler. The Nomadic Jeweler is a traveling boutique that specializes in permanent jewelry. During our conversation, Sydney shares the inspiration behind her business, and she gives a bunch of shout outs to supportive local small businesses around the Lake Norman and Charlotte area. This episode is released just in time for Small Business Saturday, and I encourage you to shop with small businesses this season whenever you can. Speaking of which, I just published an article to our blog that features this year's list of 25 local Lake Norman small businesses I think you should visit this holiday season. If you subscribe to the Best of LKN's free weekly email newsletter, you already received the link to that article. You can also find the link in the show notes for this episode at our website, www.thebestoflkn.com. Thanks for joining me and connecting a little more closely with Lake Norman's beautiful community of small businesses. Let's jump right into my conversation with the nomadic jeweler, Sydney Miller. Sydney, get us started with a little bit of your background, please. Yeah, of course. So I'm originally from Indiana, but I moved to Denver, North Carolina in 2010, right before my freshman year of high school. I went to high school at North Lincoln and then decided to stay in North Carolina for college and went to the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. I got a degree in consumer apparel and retail studies from there and a minor in business. So I had this whole idea of entering into the fashion industry and what that was going to look like. And I had the opportunity to move to New York uh, after graduation and start with a menswear company called Bonobos. And that really kind of sparked a little bit of my creative side and also kind of getting that 
feel for the hustle and bustle and wanting to always stay busy. I was with them for about a year and a half until COVID really happened and layoffs happened. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I decided, okay, I'm going to come back to North Carolina again. I was able to find a remote job and I kind of switched perspectives. So I went to work for Anheuser-Busch and I did some sourcing and logistics for them. And that was really cool and very different from what I was previously doing. And then I got the call, okay, it's time to come back to New York. And I just couldn't pull the trigger to go back again. So I was able to find another remote role. And in that role, it was really exciting because I was getting to work with PepsiCo and create merchandise for them as well. But I was still feeling really disconnected from another creative side that I was looking for. And I started working with a professional development coach. And at that time, we were really trying to dial in on what I wanted to do, which was I knew I wanted to start something on my own. I couldn't put my finger on it just yet of what it was going to be, but I knew I wanted to work for a smaller company to at least wear multiple hats and get that real kind of entrepreneur feel. And that's when I found Spirit Socks USA, and it's a small women-owned sock company. And that's my... W-2, nine-to-five job that I do Monday through Friday. Um, It's nice because I get to be remote, but I love the fact that I get to work with a small team, and I really kind of had the practice of learning how to have all those multiple hats on at once. And I've been with them for about a year now, but it just so happened that when I started with them, I also got the spark of the idea for the Nomadic Jeweler, and so it all kind of took off at one time. Oh, wow. Talk about uh, filling your plate, right? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's funny how that works. I, I wondered what your your uh, finger quote day job was. I was mm-hmm. going to ask you about that. Spirit Socks, where are they based? They're actually based out of California. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's cool that you're able to, you were able to land this remote position and also gives you the flexibility, I assume, to pursue your passion, uh, your small business passion, right? Exactly. And and uh, flex those creative muscles as well. I've run across the Nomadic Jeweler several times on social media. You've connected with several local businesses that um, are just wonderful local businesses. And they're businesses and business owners that are near and dear to this podcast Um, so when we connected, it just seemed like a really perfect fit to have the, have you on the podcast and to talk about the nomadic jeweler. So thank you for joining. Let's talk about the nomadic jeweler. Um, what was the inspiration behind it? Yeah. So with the nomadic jeweler, I had been traveling and I was at the beach in Costa Rica. And when I came back, my anklet was tarnished. I was missing a necklace, like different things had become lost and, I started to hear about this thing called permanent jewelry. And when I looked into it, I realized that they were more high quality materials that were being used and they were welded onto you to where you weren't just going to lose it um, throughout the day. And I wanted to try to find one and to be able to have a bracelet of my own. And I happened to be in Wilmington and I saw that somebody was doing it at a pop-up event. And so I went and I enjoyed the whole experience and I loved the bracelet that I was able to select and have made for myself. And my boyfriend was with me at the time and he turned and looked at me and was like, Sydney, this is what you've been looking for. Like, 
This would be a great way for you to create your own brand, to bring a fun experience and to really still have control over your schedule and to kind of be able to try to balance both a W-2 job and that small business passion of yours as well. Yeah, perfect. Mm -hmm. I love it. Where did the name The Nomadic Jeweler come from? It came to me because I absolutely love traveling. I've always kind of been a nomad and that's one of the things that I loved about being remote, but so that's kind of how I got the nomadic part and then the jeweler just because of the jewelry as well. And it also kind of goes off of our business structure as well. We don't have a brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. So we are definitely just popping up a little bit of everywhere. And so again, with like the nomadic side there too. What about um, the jewelry itself? Can you share some details about what you offer? Yeah, definitely. So we offer over 15 different chain styles and we kind of always have a set classic collection. And then we have ones that are always kind of coming in and out that are seasonal. Our materials are really what we make sure are always perfect. So for our gold, we use 14 karat filled gold. And so that's different than plated. The filled is not going to turn or tarnish or make your skin green or anything like that. It's the way that the gold is bonded to the internal metals that makes it keep its gold shine. We also use stainless steel, and that's been a really popular one, especially for guys as well. And then we have sterling silver that's been coated in a non-tarnish, which helps keep it a lot nice and shinier longer and requires less maintenance. You have uh, men customers as well? We do. Yeah, yeah, we have men customers. And then we also get a lot of couples that come in too. Yeah. Cool. What, uh, what else as far as the jewelry goes? So we do everything from bracelets, anklets, rings, and necklaces. And so the nice part about that is that everything is custom fit. And I normally always recommend that you leave about a finger's length underneath for the bracelet so it doesn't get caught on anything. Mm -hmm. um, and anklets, we can really make to whatever size you like, but we have specific chains that we recommend for anklets that are a little bit sturdier because people get a little careless when they're just throwing on their pants and things like that too. Um, and with that, you can also add charms or connectors to customize it even further. So some of our most popular ones are like birthstones. And so they kind of just go right along inside of the chain. So it's not going to get caught on anything or dangle down. Um, we do have some dangly charms as well, but we normally recommend those for necklaces specifically. So the jewelry is permanent in the sense that it's, um, how like fused or welded together. Yep. Okay. So if, uh, if, if a customer wanted to remove it, how do they remove it? Yeah, so we weld the jump ring on for you instead mm -hmm. of putting on a clasp so that you don't have to worry about taking it on or off. But we do have those cases where people need to take it off for something. Mm -hmm. And I always recommend just cutting it where it's been welded. And most of the time you can just use like little wire cutters and it'll come off really easily. But always keep a hold of your chain because you can come back and find us at another pop-up and we can put it back on for you as well. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. That's cool. What about, uh, where do you source the jewelry? I have two main places that I source it from. One is out of Texas and the other one is out of California. I really tried to find ones that I knew were going to be reliable and I wanted to be able to test the quality before I brought it out to the public too, because there were other reviews is what I was really looking at when sometimes people were saying, oh, I got this and it, they said it was 14 karat filled, but it turned in just a couple of weeks. So all of the ones that I've selected have been all tested over the 10 months that we've been in business. So uh, that was going to be, actually, I was going to circle back to that question to uh, when you launched the business. So 10 months ago. Yep. Yeah. 
um, yeah, you've come a long way in just 10 months, right? Yeah. Like it seems to be a very popular concept. You've made a lot of great connections in the community. Definitely. I cannot believe how much it's really taken off. My goal was originally just to do three to five events a month. And now we're averaging about 20 events a month. Wow. And we're doing everything from working with boutiques to breweries, wineries, um, shopping centers like Birkdale to be part of all kinds of events. And it's been a lot of fun to see it grow so quickly. And I've also been really thankful. I've been able to grow my team because there's no way I could handle all of this on top of my normal job on my own. And so at this point, we have two other jewelers that are with us, one that helps me in the Lake Norman area. And then we're starting to kind of dabble in Greensboro and Winston, where I went to college as well. And so I have another jeweler that's up there that does a couple of special events for us on and off. And then I have a couple of social media people that help me out as well. That's so important. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, speaking from experience, it's impossible. It's incredibly difficult and, and realistically impossible to do it all yourself, you know, uh, effectively and efficiently. So that's awesome that, you know, you know, you're successful when you start growing a team. Definitely. Sure. Yeah. I love that. I did notice on your social too, that you, I, I know you're primarily in the Lake Norman area. Um, you partner with a lot of local businesses around Lake Norman, but I did notice you, you've had pop-ups at breweries in Charlotte too. Some of my favorite places. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, We're kind of all over the place. And with the brewery specifically, there's some that we have a direct relationship with them. And Mm -hmm. then we have other ones where we work with local like market coordinators. So handmade market and makers market are both one that do a lot of the legwork for us with scheduling out all of those events. And then we're really lucky to be part of their kind of like social fear that they allow us to come in and take part in those pop-ups with them. They sound familiar. Were you scheduled for the pop-up, the market at um, Hoptown Brewing this past weekend that yep. was rescheduled? Yeah. Okay. That, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. We shared that. I shared that with my email list and uh, we'll share it again because I know it's rescheduled due to weather. So, yeah. uh, all right, cool. That'd be a good place um, uh, for me to come by and just check out your, your pop-up shop. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And we love popping up over there too. It's just such a fun outdoor atmosphere and there's so many other local vendors and craft makers that are all there as well. The vibes are always really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great spot. A lot of great breweries, uh, around Lake Norman, um, Hoptown is without a doubt, one of my favorites for sure. Mm -hmm. Burkdale village actually, um, sent me an email, uh, recently that, uh, let me know that you were, uh, participating in a pop-up over there uh, I don't know if that was if that's already passed or if that's coming up. I can't remember, but it was funny. It was it was after we had scheduled this podcast interview, and and uh, Burkdale's been really supportive. Uh, North American Properties been really supportive of, of me to keep me in the loop and help connect me with uh, a lot of their businesses over there. So uh, it was cool to see that. Yeah, yeah I, we've really enjoyed being part of Burkdale's events. We actually signed an agreement with them that allows us to be there on Fridays, every mm-hmm. Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. until the end of October. So whenever they're doing the summer concerts on Fridays, we are always there, which has been a really fun experience for us. And since we don't have a brick and mortar store, at least people know where to find us at least one day a week yeah. very regularly. Yeah. So that's been helpful. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it's a awesome place for you to be. So what a partnership. That's really, really cool. Congratulations on that. Thank you. 
Well, since we're on the topic of uh, local businesses and partnerships and um, collaborations, as you know, one of my favorite parts of these conversations with local small business owners is when we can take a few minutes to kind of recognize and thank and just give shout outs to local businesses who have been really supportive of our efforts, um, of your brand. And, uh, and, you know, they may have been great partners along the way, or maybe just uh, local businesses that you love and look up to. Um, do you have a few that you could share with us? Yeah, definitely. So one that really stands out to me is Nina's Boutique. Elizabeth is the owner there, and she's been truly one of my biggest supporters from the start. We did one of our first pop-ups with her when she was still located in Burkdale. She's now over in Antiquity in Cornelius, and we are still working together to this day, and we have another event coming up actually this week. And I've learned a lot from her. She actually started out as a jewelry business um, in a boutique many, many years ago. So getting to learn from somebody who has some jewelry knowledge, but really showing me the ins and outs of how important customer service is and that experience that you bring and always showing up as your authentic self and to just continue to be there um, for customers when they need you. So it's been a really great experience with them. Another boutique that I love is the Lemonade Boutique in Cornelius too. We've done multiple pop-ups with them. They have an amazing layout in their store as well. And when it comes to not just boutiques, but also wineries and cocktail bars, figs, in downtown Cornelius has also been a really great partner. We're over there normally about once a month and we partner a lot with them when it comes to, they'll also do a paint and sip on Tuesdays and we'll be there as well. And so it's a fun overall event just to take part in, whether you're going to come do pottery um, or if you just want to get permanent jewelry, if you want to come in for a drink after work, it's always a good time in there. And Davidson Wine Co., they are one that we started popping up with from the very beginning on Sundays. And again, it's just another great atmosphere to be part of. They have a really nice kind of brunch menu and people are coming in for mimosas and just kind of hanging out and enjoying each other's company while they're waiting to get their permanent jewelry done too. Those are all awesome shout outs for sure. Lindsay at Davidson Wine Company was uh, a guest on this podcast a couple of years ago back at uh, Early on, I think in 2020, one of the early episodes, 16 or 17, somewhere around there, I, I, I think. I can't remember exactly, but it was early. She's built a beautiful business. I love Davidson Wine Company and the vibe and the service. And it's just, it's uh, it's awesome. Um, Elizabeth at Nina's, we, I've uh, featured Nina's a few times in various articles that we have on our blog and on, um, and of course shared on social media as well over the last two or three years. Uh, she's awesome. She's just a, just a down to earth, wonderful person and has an amazing business and her customers just love her. Um, it's funny, we didn't plan this, but three of the businesses that you mentioned, Nina's lemonade and Thigs, are all featured in an article that I'm writing for our blog. It's actually already written. I just haven't posted it yet, uh, featuring, uh, I think around 30 or 31, uh, of the, you know, our favorite businesses in Cornelius places to go, things to do that sort of thing. And when it came to the boutique section, uh, Nina's and lemonade, of course, were, um, must haves in that article. So uh, definitely deserve a spot in there. Yeah. 
Thigs. Uh, it's, sadly, I haven't even been to Thigs yet. I don't know how I haven't, but uh, it looks like a beautiful space and a great cocktail program. Uh, they're, they're also in the Cornelius article. So that'll be dropping soon, if not this week, next week. And um, listeners to this podcast, by the time this is released, the article will be on our blog at thebestofLKN.com. So definitely encourage you to check it out. And um, yeah, so... Love those shout outs. Thank you for that. I know there's like 60 businesses that we would love to talk about and say thank you to. Definitely. Um, but uh, I'm glad we were able to hit some highlights there. What about future plans, Sydney? Anything on the uh, on the radar? You know, I think continuing just to build local relationships is extremely important to me. I love being part of an experience for somebody else's customers and also allowing, you know, some of my followers to go and experience these other places. Like maybe they haven't been to Figs or heard of Nina's yet. And it's a great way for them to come out um, and see it firsthand as well. But continuing to grow again, kind of in the Winston and Greensboro area and just kind of seeing how things continue to take off. But I truly love the pop-up setup. Um, so I don't think a brick and mortar is in the future anytime soon, but you never know. You know, there's nothing wrong with staying lean. Mm-hmm. And if it works, you know, uh, just keep it going. I mean, that would be my advice. I'm not an expert entrepreneur. Uh, I I continue to make mistakes and uh, experiment and fail all the time. But I will say that, you know, if it's working, if, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. I love that. Um, expanding out into Winston and Greensboro is, is awesome. And I'm sure that there's going to be other, other markets down the road too. So definitely really scalable business. Like the, you know, you can bring this anywhere really. Yeah. It's really just, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's the welding machine and then just ensuring that the jewelers are truly trained. Yeah, I have a full program that I bring them through. They work directly with me. Um, for almost two months before they go out and do anything on their own. Mm -hmm. So we just really want to make sure that they feel comfortable in what they're doing and they know the ins and outs of the machinery, all of the details about the different materials that are being used and sizing and everything properly too. Makes sense. For uh, upcoming and future pop-ups, if you post something on Instagram, tag the best of LKN and I'll share it in our stories. Perfect. So just kind of keep our our uh, followers up to date on where um, where the nomadic jeweler will be. And I'm sure yeah, I would definitely encourage them to follow you as well. And speaking of which, how can listeners learn more about the nomadic jeweler and uh, follow you uh, both the website and social media? Yeah. So our website is the nomadic jeweler.com. Instagram is the best place to follow us. We're always posting where we're going to be next. You can use the link in our bio to schedule appointments or reach out if you want to do private events or schedule an event at one of your stores as well. And our Instagram handle is at the Nomadic Jeweler Co. Perfect. I'll have that link, of course, in the show notes at thebestoflkn.com. It's the best place to find the show notes for these episodes. Although Apple has come a long way. You now have clickable links and Apple show notes. So that's good. So Sydney, I just uh, really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to join the podcast. Great to meet you in person. Really looking forward to sharing uh, this story and your business with our audience. So thank you again so much. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Thanks again to Sydney for joining the podcast and sharing the story behind The Nomadic Jeweler. 
I'll have more information about The Nomadic Jeweler in the show notes for this episode, along with links to the other local businesses we mentioned during our conversation. As always, you can find the complete show notes for all of our episodes at the home of Lake Norman's number one podcast and email newsletter, www.thebestofLKN.com. Okay, my friends, that's a wrap for this episode. Thanks so much for following the Best of LKN podcast and weekly email newsletter. But most of all, thanks for supporting local small businesses. Another episode drops next week, and I sincerely hope you'll join me again for a listen. Until then, cheers Lake Norman. Bye for now. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Best of LKN. For more information about this podcast, show notes, video episodes, and links to our featured businesses, please visit www.thebestoflkn.com. We publish episodes weekly, so be sure to subscribe and stay up to date. Until next time, cheers, Lake Norman.